You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I don't think I'm going to have a, a, a problem with this team keeping them engaged. Uh, this team's hungry. This team approached last week really well, approached today really well. Uh, these guys want to get this right. They're going to give us everything they have to get it right. Uh, we hope we still have three games, three opportunities. Uh, we need it as a football team. We're young in a lot of places. Uh, we didn't get bowl practice last year. We didn't get spring ball. We had a lot of non-padded practices, a ton of non-padded practices, but very few real fall camp type of practices. So we need opportunities to practice. We need opportunities to play games to really get the improvement we need. We're just playing for our pride, you know. You put in all this work all season, and there's no way, there's no need to hang your head down because the season ain't going as the way we want it to go. But it's, it's about grit. It's about wanting to win the rest of the season, that, that stuff. That stuff's in the past. All we have now is Purdue this week, and we have to make the most of it. And uh, our guys are going to come out with, with fire and intensity this week to get it done. And that's that's what culture is. That's what the desire to win is. And, and we're going to come with that type of attitude uh, this week because we have to. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan and Robin Washett as we get you ready for Saturday's 11 a.m. game, and um, it, they've all been at 11 other than the Iowa game at noon in West Lafayette at the BTN game this week. Welcome to the Husker Online Show. As you heard, tough week. Nebraska lost 26-20 at Iowa. They were right there, had the ball with a chance to maybe win the game um, in the final minute and uh, fumbled the ball away. And now it's kind of led to that question, Robin. What are you playing for at this point? you got the potential of three games remaining, Purdue this week, maybe Minnesota, Maybe a week eight surprise, depending on what the Big Ten does if Michigan and Minnesota don't play. And then week nine, we still don't know um, what that's going to bring. So uh, regardless, you still have an opportunity to possibly go four and four as a team. And there's a lot to play for. And you heard Scott Frost say that. And I, I know they're not playing for a Big Ten title game spot, but there's still a lot out there that can be accomplished these final few weeks. Well, and if nothing else, you just break it down to an individual uh, point where for you know some of these guys who uh, won't be coming back if they're seniors or whatever it may be, this Saturday could be their last opportunity to put a game on film. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the rest of the season if games get canceled that go beyond their control or whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, you just got to take every opportunity as if this is your, this is your last chance this season. And how do you want this thing to end? Uh, right now, it's about pride uh, from a bowl perspective or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. You, you take all that stuff kind of with, with a grain of salt because uh, really all that matters right now is you know how this team responds not only game to game, but play to play. Can they put together a full four quarter game and play with, you know, the level of focus and energy that they did against Iowa and then find a way to actually make the winning plays when it counts. And until that happens, they're going to continue to be stuck in neutral. So that's, I think that's the number one thing is uh, you know, how, how much, pride do you have as individual players to you know like i said make the most of this possibly being one of well, maybe only a handful of opportunities you have left if, if not the last you're listening here to the huskar online show sean callahan robin washhead and yeah that's what we don't know and robin i think they're going to play week eight Let, let's get right i don't think that game i think what's going to happen if minnesota and michigan don't play next week as well which for both programs it'd be minnesota's third in a row michigan's second in a row they're going to move earth and water to get Ohio State a game. Mm -hmm. And I think the scenario that you're going to probably see play out is this. Rutgers and Maryland play week eight. You'll see 
Rutgers probably play Nebraska in that situation, and Maryland would get their game back that they lost against Ohio State. Then week nine, Maryland and Rutgers could play each other in that week because the league is going to make Wisconsin and Minnesota play week nine. That's I think that's – I don't want to say it's a done deal, but I think that's almost a done deal. And so if you do a west-on-west week nine, you're going to have to have one east-on-east. So I think there's a lot of flexibility with that. And then that would leave Nebraska maybe week nine against Michigan or Michigan State. I think it really actually lines up when you look at how this could fall out for week nine if that Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, Ohio State week eight happens. You'd have Minnesota, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Maryland in those two games. The championship game would be Ohio State, Northwestern. Indiana would play Iowa. Then you would have Nebraska and Purdue play Michigan and Michigan State. There'd be some mix right there. And then you would have Illinois play Penn State. I mean, that's good that there seems to be some pretty clear paths to getting this thing done. I hope that it happens. <laughs> I hope that they find a way to play uh, through the rest of the season. It's just, you know, the recent events with, you know, so many games getting canceled and all that stuff, uh, you know, it's it's discouraging to say the least. But we're going to get a game this weekend. That's yeah, all that matters. And again, and so that as far as your Nebraska is concerned, Saturday is the only thing that matters because, like I said, this you know you, you have no idea what the future is going to hold. The one thing that uh, you presumably do know is that you're going to play Purdue on Saturday. Now, what are you going to do to make the most of this particular opportunity in front of you? You're listening here to the Husker Alliance show as we get you ready for this game with Purdue and you know against Iowa, Nebraska, and we'll get more into the specific offensive and defensive stuff in our next two segments. Um, but, you know, they went with the two-quarterback system. Uh, I think the good news is this week you'll see Diedrich Mills probably back. I mean, that's I know Scott Frost said that on Fingers Thursday, crossed. But <laughs> I know he's practiced. Austin Allen's practiced. Uh, Ronald Tompkins expected to travel. So there, there is a lot of guys coming back this week that should help the offense. And they haven't had, you know, the full complement of running backs in a while. I mean, since the first quarter of the Penn State game. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, the people are kind of looking to – why that position has been so ineffective and that's a big part of it is they've gone through basically four guys and haven't had anybody stay healthy but getting Diedrich Mills back I mean we talked all off season about how uh, important he was to this offense with his experience with the way that he ended last season uh, and he was kind of the one known commodity on this offense full of question marks and for whatever reason I mean he was getting in the end zone but the yardage just was not there and a lot of it was you know, I just don't know if he got the uh, opportunities enough early because he's one of those guys that gets better as the game rolls on. And so, you know, if he's healthy, I'd like to see Nebraska stick to, you know, more of a conventional run game and, you know, maintain it over the course of a full game to where come fourth quarter, that's when those big runs start to pop with a runner like like he is. I kind of think Mills will come back next year too. I mean, I – I mean, what has he shown, Robin, to, to go pro? Nothing. Like, so if he if you want to go pro, you got to come back, uh, because I think if you go out now on Mills, you're going to get undrafted. And how hard is it as an undrafted free agent to get carries? Mm-hmm. Pretty dang hard. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, you thought with the way that last season ended, you know, he was going to have a real opportunity this year to potentially be a thousand yard back. Well, uh, this year has been a total disaster for him in particular. Just the fact that. He hasn't gotten on the field, and when he has been on the field, he hasn't gotten nearly enough opportunity. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if, if that is his end goal and he feels up to the task, that is the perfect right decision for him to come back. And I think more guys will come back than you think. If if you look at it like this, mini camps and early stuff for NFL that uh, you know that rookies and things take part, players take part in, 
they're probably going to be just like they were last year, which was not good. I mean, there was no contact, very limited work done. Um, so if you are a fringe guy, that's a maybe not a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Odds are against you because you know you're not you're going to make contact or do much in some of these OTAs and workouts with COVID until we're we're fully behind. You know, everything's fully behind us and. I think you're being awfully optimistic if you think come mini camp season and OTA season that's going to be behind us in the NFL. Yeah, and so if you don't have the game feel or game film, you better be, you know, workout warrior who's running, you know, uh, you know, record 40s and doing all that stuff. And I just don't think Nebraska has any of those guys. And none that's where draft picks will be yeah, protected. Exactly. And so none none of these players have anything on film that is going to uh, suggest you know they're they're ready to, to make that jump now. So yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of guys that kind of look at their uh, individual situations and say coming back for another year uh, is not only you know the right call for Nebraska, but the right call for them themselves with their individual profiles. I think Hymas will go, and I think Deontay Williams will probably go. And those are the two I'm most confident in. I think the rest, it's up in the air. Yeah, and Hymas already got an all-star game invite, right? Senior bowlers. Yeah, I believe so. Well, well, the other all-star games aren't even going to happen, like the East-West type game. That's not happening. So, But, I mean, that just shows you kind of where I mean, he's being perceived on a national level. I mean, if you get an invite to those types of games, you're on the radar. And so I think that is, separates him from most anybody else uh, that would be draft eligible. Is you know, he's, he's the one guy that has shown enough – on film and has the stock that's already there that he won't have to go and try to work his way up the ladder come the offseason. All right, when we come back, we'll talk more offensive storylines as Nebraska gets ready to travel to Purdue. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.